Welcome to the Radio 191 FM podcast. Master Chris Watts. Morning, Chris. Kia ora. How are you doing, Jamie? Not too bad in yourself? Very, very good. It's good to be back in here. Ah, well, it's good to have you back in. Not that you were in here with me last time, but... Um no, no, I was in here with uh, with Bory, Dave Bory, with Dave Bory. But welcome to the Breakfast Show. Bleeding Black is your one man show, one person show. Rugby, love it or hate it, it's New Zealand's obsession. Um, fish and chips, LMP, gum boots, rugby. There's a reason why rugby ball is the second line in the Kiwi Burger song. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like we we live and breathe it, don't we? We and, do. And yeah, no, it's um, that's kind of why this show came about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bleeding Black, yeah, it's a one-man show about uh, growing up around rugby as a as a young boy in New Zealand. And uh, Sam, who's the, the character I play, his, uh, his dad says when he's a very young boy, about five, yeah. you know, you you can stop playing this game if you want to because you don't feel great about it or you can harden up. <laughs> and, uh, well, he makes a decision to harden up. Yeah. And and that that is uh, how how the show goes. That's how the show starts. And you just follow his journey throughout as he decides whether or not to stop playing this game or harden up throughout his life. Yeah, so it's, it's uh, about a toxic mentality. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's, yeah, it's one that a lot of us faced when we were kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, you know, I always played football as a child, but there was always that, you know, that little bit of uh, you know, my father in the corner going, come on, boy. Yeah. You know, play the real game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something like. Um, you'd, you'd you'd be on the other side of the pitch, right? And you'd hear your dad screaming, <laughs> screaming from the from the other side of the pitch. You'd still be there trying to make sure you did everything right. And, yeah. Um, there's a bit less of that today, of course, but uh, it's still. Oh, trust me, dude. There is so much of that going on yeah. on the pitch. Oh, there are many apparent on a Saturday morning at my kids' games that are just just barking the orders. Oh, and, and yeah. getting really riled up. It's yeah. hilarious, but it's also very annoying. Oh yes, it's, it's hilarious to watch. Uh, but <laughs> you know, because we've we've been through it as kids ourselves, we know what sort of stuff's going on in that kid's head, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's not, yeah, it's not good. No, it's not good at all. Um, so why? Where did the idea for this one come about? What? what where? Did it, where was it born from? It was born from a university project when I was studying at Vic back in 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a few less grey hairs back then, but um, oh, you're still a youngster, man. <laughs> Uh, but um, I was asked to take an existing New Zealand solo and reinvent it for a modern audience. And if yeah. you listen to my last interview, you'll have heard the story. But um, I took a play called Blue Vein by Duncan Sarkis, who the mm-hmm. Knights will know from Scarface. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he wrote that. And uh, Blue Vein is about a guy who has a cheese roll. And he'd never had a cheese roll before, but he's just absolutely astounded by the, the taste and the flavour of it. And he gets absolutely addicted to cheese mm. very quickly <laughs> uh, and I said okay well what do New Zealanders get addicted to what's our national addiction and it was the first thing that came to mind was rugby obviously yeah. and there's a little scene in the middle where uh, he's at a party and there's these guys doing something shady in a back room and he goes in through the door and uh, tasting different types of cheeses and I just rewrote that scene uh, to to fit in with rugby Yeah, and the feedback I got from it was, you did well, but you completely missed the point. <laughs> uh, but and, but I, I took the first half of that comment and said, great, I'll turn this into a show. And yeah. just ran with it. Yeah. So this is your first show coming out of university. Yes. And you've taken it everywhere. Yeah, taken it, taken it to the biggest, the, the biggest and best festival you can possibly do over yeah. in Edinburgh. Yeah. And done it a few times up in Wellington and Palmerston North as well. That's quite the achievement. 
yeah, it's uh, it's a scary prospect actually. Yeah, and you know Edinburgh was included both the best and worst weeks of my performing life, um, <laughs> one after the other. Uh, but it's it's an absolutely incredible thing to do, and you know they've had a couple of years off. Last year's was pretty small, but yeah, uh, it looks like this year they'll be really kicking back into gear and having an insane festival in Scotland. You've got like with the show, any show, you've got to keep the audience engaged, right? Mm. You've got to keep them fixated on you and the story. So you've got to tell a story that has layers. It's got to be rich. It's got to be textured. How do you do that? How do you write that when you just got yourself on the stage? It, it was something that took a very, very long time to figure out. Like the, the first draft of this show looks nothing like what I put on stage now, and it ebbs and flows in terms of energy. So I give the audience the ability to to check out for a little bit. You know, I'll I'll, I'll go through a really high paced energy scene, yeah, uh, and then I'll sit down and chat with them for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is a show that doesn't have a fourth wall, yeah. so the audience are able to respond, and I at times welcome responses. But, um, yeah, it's giving things that really require attention followed by things that they're able to just chill out and, yeah. you know, let their mind wander for a little bit so that they don't have to focus for 50 minutes straight. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sports is an interesting one, right? Especially if you like, you're playing a sport that you're not necessarily sure you love, which may be the case in this story. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're not going to make it all the way to the top, why bother? I mean, a lot of people play sports because they purely just love enjoying playing the sport. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's a reason why I still occasionally jump on my skateboard, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or, or dream about going and playing football again, but having to get fit first is the problem. <laughs> um, so, I mean, so so it must be quite tricky if, you, if you're um, going through that torment of, 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 do I really want to do this or do I not? Is there any point to doing it? if I'm not going to make it to the top. I'm sure there's been plenty of people that have played professional rugby that don't actually really love the game they play. Yeah, well, that's something, like, I, from a personal perspective, my sister's a professional squash player. Yes. And she just grew up playing it. I, my dad started putting us into it when I was a young boy, and Caitlin, my sister, would have been two or three. So she's only ever known squash. Yeah. And she just kept going with that through her entire life until she was... 18 or 19, she's 21 now, um, and she hated it. She realized something wasn't right. She just, has, just had no idea what was going right or going wrong for her, so yeah. she just dropped her rackets completely. Didn't, yeah. didn't play for a year. She went and played um, football for Manawatu. So she played in the National Women's oh, League. So she's quite a good sport, so she's, she's sports. She's incredi- oh, an incredible just, sports person. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. She just dropped her rackets and then went and played football for a year. As you do. And then, yeah, and then she said, okay, I'll go and give squash another shot. And she um, yeah, she went and found her old coach and she was staying with him up in Topor and she fell in, she fell back in love with the sport. And um, that's something that a lot of people, rugby players particularly, because they go through school and then jump straight into professional rugby now, yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't get that opportunity to discover whether or not they love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the thing. And, and, uh, yeah, so I mean, because you, you're now doing it on your own terms. Mm-hmm. You've decided to do it for yourself, whereas uh, for all the time before that, you were doing it maybe for somebody else or because it was just all you knew. Yeah. You know, you began it at a young age, and you can say that about a lot of things. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, a lot of things. Um, that's really interesting. And well done to your sister, and she must be the family favourite. Oh, yeah, she's definitely Dad's favourite. <laughs> um, I mean, my parents have eight kids, so they've got a lot to choose from. Wow, yeah. they certainly do, they certainly do. Um, amazing. So, 
um, this play, as we said before, you, you premiered this play in Wellington at the, the Bats, Bats Theatre, the mm-hmm. wonderful Bats Theatre, in the studio there, which is a wonderful room. Um, and then took it two stints over in Edinburgh, and then it's been two year hiatus thanks to COVID. Yeah. So the, you know, the, I mean, we don't know where you could have been with the show by now, but you're finally getting it back on, uh, hitting the boards again. So how are you feeling about that? Um, I, I'd be lying if I didn't say I was a bit nervous. Yeah. Um, you know, I am a bit older. My joints are a little bit less able to deal with the physical elements of the show. And Once again, you're still very young. Yeah, yeah, but no. I was playing uh, ice hockey last night and damaged a knee, so fingers crossed. Uh, <laughs> Maybe you should have skipped this week. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed everything goes well. But, um, yeah, I'm nervous just to see how I, res- I personally respond to it um, yeah. on stage because it has been two and a half years since I last put it on. And I, as a person, have changed a bit since then. Yeah, um, of course. But... I, I'm always nervous with the show before I put it on because it is something that I worked so hard on for so long and I've done it about 50 times um, across the six seasons I've done. Um, but I always come off feeling refreshed and happy and that's the thing that uh, keeps me going. That's the thing that gets me onto the stage is just knowing that people do enjoy the show. Yeah, I mean, you could almost... That, that almost runs in with the story of the show in itself. Mm. Yeah, no, it's just... Um, yeah, absolutely. I think it's yeah terrifying, terrifying to to think about getting on stage in front of my a lot of my friends. A lot of my friends are coming. Well, this is the thing, right? You've lived in Aldebuti for a couple of years now. Yeah. since twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, were, you know, you've got a whole bunch of friends that. I mean, it'd be first time playing it in the city where you live. Um, oh, you lived in Wellington. I lived in Wellington. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then, I mean, when I went back to Palmerston North, it was a lot of family. Yeah, oh, you've done it in Palmy. Yeah, so swearing in front of your grandmother's not fun, but... Oh, <laughs> depends on your grandma, bro. <laughs> <laughs> sure, depends on your grandma. Uh, amazing. All right, so, so it's on the stage. It's New Athenaeum, um, which we love. Uh, in the Octagon, of course, you get your tickets from newathenaeum.com. 18 bucks waged, $13 yeah. concession. That would be over 65. Concession, students. yeah, if any of you students are over 65. Uh, or if you're a student. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hey, in the times of COVID, there's plenty of 65 year olds out there studying at the moment. Yeah, no, I always used to love seeing the uh, the, the retirees coming in just studying because they wanted to study. It was great. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm um, just going along, bleeding black um, this uh, Friday and Saturday. Yes. At New Athenaeum tickets from newathenaeum.com. You can figure out how to spell that yourself. Yep. Uh, hey, thanks um, for coming. No, not a problem. So, yeah, hopefully I'll see some of you guys at 7.30 tomorrow and Saturday, and then you can hit the town afterwards. That's right, exactly. And you're right, it's smack bang in the middle of town. Mm-hmm. So it's perfect. Yeah. Uh, and maybe 7.30, when's the Highlanders kick off this week? What time? Oh, that's a good question. And that, it'll be afterwards because they're in Australia. Yeah, most likely. I mean, I, I follow the Hurricanes mostly, so. Oh, this, yeah. No, well, we've all got our issues. Hey, thanks. <laughs> thanks, Chris. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.